And we're back. We are back with our main slate show for the week. We got a lot to talk about. We're going to get into, stay tuned on the show here. Towards the end of the show, we're going to make our Super Bowl picks, our league MVP. We're mm-hmm. going to pick all the games. Me and Big D are going to run through, keep track of our records to see at the end of the year who picked the most games right. Um, we, like I said, we're going to pick our Super Bowl matchup. So stay tuned for that towards the end of the show. Going to be surprised. You're going to be, be pleasantly gonna surprised. Be surprised. <laughs> so what's going on? Nothing much. Looking at this brand new contract my man Russell Wilson got in Denver. Did you see it? I did, yep. Five year, two hundred and forty five million with one hundred and sixty five. I'm not surprised at all. I think they they want him. You don't bring him there for two years. You know, you you bring him there to this is your guy. You're moving the rest, and and he's going to be almost forty when this is over. Yeah, this is this is my. I want to say it's his last contract. If he plays well, he can get into his forties like some other quarterback. It definitely signals to me. He's Denver's there. building around him. Absolutely. They're, they're building around him. They they see him for the foreseeable future as their guy. They're building around him. This is a big contract, a lot of money yep. guaranteed. So, I, listen, I, I thought all along Russ was the right pick in Denver. I still think he was the right pick in Denver. They needed um, it so bad. They needed it. They needed it so bad. And they bad. were a quarterback away. I mean, they're going to be a much, much improved, much better team. But I, I was wondering when I saw this contract, the very first thing I was wondering, it was, it was kind of, it's kind of a twofold question. The first question is, if you're Lamar Jackson – where is your frustration level? And the second question I ask is, is part of the problem as to why Lamar is not getting a new deal, could it be that because he doesn't have an agent, that is part of the problem? I know you think that is a reason, and I'm, I'm with you. There, there's definitely something there on the business side to where you know, people may be pulling strings and saying, well, we don't have to do this because right. of certain reasons. But I still, you know, we can go back and watch our podcast Lamar Jackson is not a pocket passer. Guess who is? Russell Wilson. Yep. Russell Wilson delivers in the pocket, delivers passes downfield. Guess who doesn't? Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson scrambles, is indecisive, throws balls short. I don't think he's getting the contract. I said it yeah, months and did. months ago. The guy might even get benched. I just, I, you can have him in fantasy. Yeah. I, I don't want him. I, I think the contract's an issue. I think once the season starts, he's already said. I'm not negotiating once season starts. Time's a ticking away. I think part of the problem, too, I I, I don't disagree with what you said because statistically speaking, you're right. Lamar is passing at the same level as some of your 20 and below ranked quarterbacks. Absolutely. I mean, he just is. But I wonder sometimes if some of that's game script, too, because the Ravens run the ball a lot. And I think what the Baltimore Ravens need to do is they need to start letting Lamar air the ball out. If you want to find out what you have, you have to create a, gra- a game script that benefits him. Yeah. If I was, and I'm certainly not trying to tell John Harbaugh how to do his job, but if I was John Harbaugh, I would say, you know, I'm going to run so much RPO, so much read option type stuff, so much play action and bootleg type stuff, because that's Lamar's stronghold. Yeah. If he just drops back in the pocket and throws, he's never going to be a top-tier quarterback. It's not his game. But if you keep him on the move, if you use a lot of play action, I mean, to me, every pass play, if I'm the Ravens, would be out of a play action. Because Lamar is such a threat on the ground, and the Ravens traditionally have had such a good running game, that to me, it, it just it, all you have to do is give Lamar that extra second. Yeah. But I agree with you in the sense that he does have to improve as a pocket passer. I just, the money that these guys are getting is insane money. It is. And if I'm Lamar Jackson, I'm like, dude, you know what? I, I was a league yeah. MVP. 
And here's the Kyler thing. Kyler Murray wasn't a league MVP. Right. And he got paid. Yeah, and that's you what know. I'm saying. Somebody will pay him. There's right. a team, if it's not the Ravens, I don't think he has too much to worry about because another team's going to pay him. Yeah. Seattle will probably pay him. I, uh, I don't know. Just, I don't just know what they're doing out there. But I'm just saying as an example, uh, yeah. yeah, I have my issues with him and the, his passing abilities. He's still going to get $200 yeah. million eventually. Right. Uh, somebody's paying him. So it's. I, I just yeah. don't think it's going to be the Ravens. I could be wrong, but I mean, you know what? I think the Ravens are ready to move on from him. I just do. Really? Yep. I think they're ready to move on from him. Yeah, I don't know if I'm that far yet, but there's there's gotta be I would love to know what the real explanation is to why he's not getting a new deal is. To your point again, there's there's gotta be something. To me, if if the Ravens were hundred percent sold on Lamar, they would have said, Look, we gotta get a deal done. Kyler's getting paid. I mean, look, Russ and Lamar is not even a comparison. Okay. Russ is a thousand times better. But I think you can make an argument that Kyler Murray and Lamar are similar. They're very similar. They're very similar. 100%. And, and if I'm Lamar, I'm like going, look, Kyler just got a $250 million deal. I'm a former league MVP. He's not. Yeah. I, I've led my team to the playoffs. You know what I mean? I've He led his team to the playoffs one time, and they didn't score I'm one point. Him. So maybe I need to get paid too. So I don't know. It's interesting. I We'll, we'll see what happens. But yeah. the Russell Wilson contract to me, boy, it really opened up. It would have opened up some wounds if I was oh, Lamar yeah. Jackson. 100%. I, I'd have been a little frustrated. Yes, 100%. So I got some values for this week. I got okay. some values. Values? We're talking DraftKings okay. again. I got some values. I want to see what you think. At quarterback, I got two. Okay. Jameis Winston playing the Falcons. $5,300 on DraftKings. I've got him in a couple items already. I think that's huge value. Yeah. And Tua. Tua's at 5700 the biggest thing for me with the with this DraftKings weeks one, especially week one, there's players out here with money denominations you can get that you're never gonna get again after this week. Right. Um, and, and people Chase Edmonds, fifty two hundred, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, fifty four hundred. If those guys have a game, if Clyde Edwards has a game and he gets a touchdown and hundred yeah. yards, next week he's sixty two hundred. Exactly. Guess what? Now you gotta filter your lineup around that. Yes, you do. Alan Lazard, number one, right? Number one, 5,600. If he gets 120 yards and two touchdowns, he is now 7,200 yeah. next week, and you can't start him with some other players. And that this, extra 1,000 changes everything. For people that play that drafting, extra thousand, they get it. It's it changes everything. everything. So this week one is like my favorite week to play. Yeah. Michael Pittman. Guess how much Michael Pittman is? I'm going to say you haven't looked it up 64. 5,500. Wow. He's cheaper than Lazard. So you can get Michael Pittman in your lineup. That's if, the, if that dude has a season like he's been drafting in fantasy, he's going to be seventy-five to eight thousand by the time in two to three weeks. This guy's two to three thousand dollars more to get in your lineup. You if can get you'd have told me to name five people that would have been less than Alan Lazard. Michael Pittman would have never been a fifty-five hundred. That's crazy. Claypool, That's crazy. Chase Claypool, five thousand. That's a good value, actually. Guy in Kansas City, MVS, forty-seven hundred. Wow. If MVS scores two touchdowns, That's crazy. he is 6,500 next week. So those are the, some values, Those are man. some good those values. Those are some crazy man. values. That's crazy. That tight end, uh, Austin Hooper with Tennessee. Cole Komet, 3,700. For Komet. Compared wow. to Kelsey and yeah. compared to Kittle and you know Andrews, I mean – that's half price. You know, for a I've, guy that could put the same numbers up. I've heard some of fantasy shows and just different people that I listen to, radio stuff like that. Um, I've heard some people hyping up Cole Clement this yep. year. Oh, they people, actually he had almost he's, eighty some receptions, yeah, I believe, last yeah. year. That's crazy. And they actually were saying, like, even in this preseason, that they'd been targeting him. And, and and I know you you can't look too much into preseason, oh, yeah. but 
but there is a possibility. I mean, this isn't the Mitchell Trubisky show anymore. This isn't the Andy Dalton show, and we'll sprinkle in Justin Fields when we can. This is Justin Fields' team, and I got to tell you, Fields look good. You know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews. Fields, right. Komet, I'm telling you, yeah. it could be a huge season. It could. For, be a huge I, I season. agree. I think that 37 for Komet, I mean, I would I would take a I would take a try on that guy. Yeah, 100%. And, and speaking of that, um, you know, I, I just – to me, it's, it's one of those things where there are certain tight ends in the league that are money guys. You, you mentioned Kelsey. There, there's two or three You mentioned them. Andrews. Yep. There are guys where they're the primary focus of their offense. Now, we don't know if Komet is there yet. But by the end of this year, Kement could jump up to be in one of those top five, top six guys yes. just because he's the focal point featured receiver in their offense. So I'm curious to see yeah. how the Cole Clement thing plays out. So there's some crazy, crazy values, crazy values. So one of the segments we talked about too, I mean, since you know, you're talking about DraftKings, we had talked about doing a segment. Yep. Ride or die, the try guy, and the shy guy. So basically we're going to break this down to you guys how this works. This has nothing to do with the Thursday Night Captain Showdown. Nope, that's okay, we released here. a show. If you haven't had a chance to see it, go check it out. The show before this one, we went through our Captain Showdown mode. That's just for the Thursday game. What we're doing with this segment is geared more towards just the whole week. So it's the game from Thursday all the way to Monday night. This is those rooms in DraftKings you can go into where you can play yep. every single room. And we're going to give you three guys, just our opinions. You know, you guys do what you want, but we'd love to hear in the comments who are your ride or die guys, who are your try guys, who are your shy guys. So your ride or die guy is the guy that you absolutely go, this guy's got to be in your lineup. I don't care how much he costs, he's just going to have that type of week. He has to be in your lineup. The try guy, he's a different type of guy. He's the guy that you look at and go, it's good value, he's got a good matchup. I'm willing to give him a try. Not every week, but for this week, I'm willing to give him a try. And then the shy guy is the guy that you're shying away from. You're looking at this guy and going, I don't care what value he has. I'm not touching him because it's a waste of money. So, Frank, let's start. All right. Who is your ride or die week one DraftKings lineup guy? I have someone by the name of Austin Eckler. Let me tell you something. Austin Eckler last year versus the Raiders, 28.9 fantasy points and 32.5. Wow. Those are the two games. He's 8,200. He's on the top end of the cost structure for running backs. But he's ride or die versus the Raiders. Uh, it, it's a home game. Yep. The points last year, basically 30 points, both matchups. He's a ride or die, man. he got to have him in this week. Um, that's, that's it, man. He's, he's yeah. all the way for me. So my ride or die this week, a guy that I think you absolutely have to put in there. And if you don't mind me asking, what what was Eckler's value? What was it costing you to get him? Eckler's eighty two hundred. Oh, they, I mean, yeah, he's at the top end up there. Yeah, with Jonathan but, Taylor, Christian McCaffrey. But for those kind of but points, for thirty points, yeah, it, the money it's it's money. So I'm going to this guy's a little more expensive than Eckler. You might have heard of him. Um, he had an okay year last year. It's a guy by the name of Cooper Cup. Okay, oh, yeah. um, just signed a huge deal, three years, seventy some million dollar deal, but. Cup's my ride or die. He's $8,500 to get in DraftKings. Here's why he's my ride or die, man. Week one back. They're hanging the banner. You know what I mean? You're the Super Bowl champions first week back after winning the championship against a good Buffalo Bills team that I think is going to be a high-scoring game. They are going to pepper Cup with targets. I think sta- I think Cup has a minimum of double-digit di- targets in this game. I think he gets at least 10. He probably gets more. I could see him more along the 12 to 13 range of targets. 
And I just see a big game for Cooper Cup. To me, my ride or die this week, you got to go with I gotta go with Cooper Cup, man. I gotta go with him. I just think he's gonna have a great week. You ready to try something? I mean, I'm always up to try things. All right. I'm ready to try this guy, man. <laughs> Christian Kirk at the Commanders, week one. I don't trust the Commander secondary. Uh, I think this is actually going to be a high-scoring game. Um, I'm going to do my pick later. It might surprise you as well. Yeah. Uh, I got Christian Kirk at 5,100 on DraftKings week one. Once again, the number one target for Trevor Lawrence playing against the Commanders. I think you can try this guy in a couple yeah. lineups. Put him in. He, he could definitely have some stretch downfield plays. And, and Same thing, 8 to 10 targets, yep. 100 yards and a touchdown at 5,100. Crazy value. Crazy value. That is good value, actually. That is good value. So that's your try. So I'm, try I'm trying you, Christian. I'm trying you. You better come through. Well, I got a try guy for you. Um, a guy that I think this week I, I really like, and I, I think he's worth giving a try if, if, if that's the route you want to go. You know, one of the tough positions you fill in DraftKings is your quarterback, right? Because there's a lot of good options at quarterback, and they can get pricey sometimes. Here's a guy this week's not too pricey. Got a lot of upside. James Winston. James I love Winston. It. Just a few years ago, James Winston led the league in passing yards. On the flip side, he led the league in interceptions <laughs> as well. But he's 5300 bucks and he's playing the Falcons. This Saints team, I, I don't know what to make of them, but I do know one thing. James is a gunslinger. You bring in Jarvis Landry. You got this Chris Olave guy. There's, there's Michael Thomas, Thomas is back. back. Yep. I could see a scenario where Winston has a three-touchdown performance. And he's $5,300. And he might be a guy that if I was looking for someone to give a try this week, well, not every week, but for this, this week. This week's try. Falcons were not good, okay? Their defense no. has not been great. To me, this has the potential of a big day for Jameis Winston. So my try guy this week, the guy that I'm thinking about giving a try, Jameis Winston. And like I said, and he's a value. He was on the value play. Yep. So, man, that's great. Yep. great. Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston. Now, who's the guy in the corner that's real shy right now? Who's the guy that Frank the Tank goes... I gotta stay away from this guy. Who is Frank the Tanks? Shy guy. Shy guy. Last year, Cordell Patterson was picked up on the free agent wire and just dominated first part of the season. I had him. Yeah, I, had I remember. Him. Money. Put him to sleep. This guy. Ooh. Put him to sleep. This guy's gonna be my shy guy for this week, and and, and my, I might put him on for every week, but no, I won't do that. <laughs> Versus the Saints, uh, I don't see Cordell Patterson. Not only not having value, I don't see him doing much in this game. Uh, last four games of last year, guess how many fantasy points? His highest fantasy point total for the last four games was eight. Eight. Eight or less in the last four games. Cordell Patterson faded. He got he got you a big hit. I agree. I remember seeing the games yeah. going, where is this guy coming from? I thought Mike Davis was a starter. Yeah. Uh, this guy's fading. He's done. Done. Do not put him in your lineup. Not versus Saints. That's the. It's fifty percent him. It's fifty percent. They're playing the Saints. I, I think the game is controlled by Jameis Winston and the offense of, of of New Orleans. Got to shy away. I've heard a couple people say that they think Patterson has a down year this year. That his value was too high. That's a tough one for me because he was so good to me last year. Not I the mean, last four games. Just, no, but man, he just <laughs> down the stretch he struggled. Yeah, he did. He did. But he, but, but again, you know, you may be onto something because 
You got a new offense down there, and you got a quarterback in Mariota now that does also it? can run and doesn't. Yep. So I don't know, man. You might be onto something. So you are shying away <laughs> from Cordell Patterson. Plus, just like you just said with Mariota out yep. there. Now Mariota's at the two yard line. Well, I'm just going to scramble on it, round in, and here now Mariota has two rushing touchdowns. You don't want to touch this guy most of the year, especially week one. I got you. Well, I'm going to tell you who my shy guy is this week, and I am swiftly running away oh, from yeah. this shy guy. And that's DeAndre Swift. I'm not touching him. All these people hyping up DeAndre Swift, let me tell you something. They're playing the Eagles. The Eagles have a great offense this year. Um, I was probably a little biased because I'm a Cowboys fan. And I I didn't want to admit that the Eagles were really an improved football team. I've been telling you. You have. You have. <laughs> but they are. They're, they're, they're the only team in the East that scares me. And I honestly think that they're going to give us a run for our money. I still think we win the division, but I think they're going to give us a run. Here's my deal. It's going to be a high-scoring game. Swift's going to get written out through game script. I see a scenario where the Lions are forced, especially in the second half, to throw the football. I think Swift go- – I, 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 know, I know you can get receptions, but I, I just don't trust him. He's $6,800. I'm not touching him. At that I'm not price. paying $6,800 for a running back that has done more disappointing than he has impressing. So I am swiftly shying away. From DeAndre I do Swift. Not, I, do not I don't want anything yet. to do with him. I, I don't think I have. I have a uh, shoot. I think I have like five or six of the main slate lineups. And he's not in one of them. No, no. I don't want anything to do. with I him. I do have I'm, Winston though. I do have Winston I, people. Listen, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but you know the thing about Winston. I mean, he he gets a lot of flack because he throws picks. You know who else used to throw a lot of picks? Brett Favre. And the last time I checked, he was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, when, sometimes in in fantasy. You want those guys to take yep. those chances because if he hits Jarvis Landry on a 65-yard touchdown, it's a lot of points. It's a lot of points. You know, we're not talking about every week. We're talking about this week. This week. We don't know what that Falcons offense is going to look like with Mariota. Mariota could turn the ball over two or three times and give short fields where Winston could hit Michael Thomas. I mean, people forget because Michael Thomas didn't play last year and he didn't play much the year before. Michael Thomas was a stud. He was the number one of the number one draft picks Absolutely. of the year for, he was a stud. for wide receiver. We don't know much about this Chris Olave guy, but he seems like – from what they're saying, it's going to be decent. Yeah, That means you give three decent receivers. Now, I'll only go to this. The last time Winston had two good receivers, he had Mike Evans and he had Chris Godwin. He led the league in passing yards. Yeah, that's a, it, he's scary. So, just saying. All right. I like Winston as Crazy. a Crazy, I love it. All right, that, that's our, our sleeper guys. So, we're going to go through, man. I want to ask you something. I want you to pick a league MVP. This is a one-time thing. Obviously, we're not going to be doing this the rest of the year. Who's your league MVP? So, it's going to be twofold. I think the MVP of the league this year, barring any type of injury, is going to be Tom Brady. Do you really? This is why. I think it's Brady's last year. If there's one thing I know about the NFL, one of the things they love is optics. They love the story. The story sells. The story gets clicks. Brady's last year. Wouldn't it be great to have Brady go out as the MVP, greatest quarterback of all time? If Brady has a year where his numbers are close to the top, he's they're going to give him the MVP. And, and I think part of that will be, I think the players would vote for it too. He was voted number one in the top 100 this past year at 45 years old. He has nothing but respect from, from the players. Yeah. I could see a scenario, not saying he would deserve it, but I could see a scenario where Brady ends as MVP. So my pick Tom Brady NFL MVP this year. I like it. I like it. It's, it's actually be a good story for yeah. him to end. I got somebody else, man. Russell Wilson. We talked about him. I think this is the biggest upgrade for Denver ever. Since Peyton Manning. It's, it's crazy to me with what the team they have 
already in place from the last couple years of just not being able to get over that hump. To bring him in, I think he's going to have a dominant year. It's going to be just like the days when he was hitting Tyler Lockett, Metcalf, or you know, yeah. It's it, he's back with with Chris Sutton, Jerry Judy. It's going to be amazing. I got Russell Wilson's my MVP. Um, that's that's where I'm at. Well, again, you know, they say history repeats itself, and you go back to the Tim Tebow year, um, Peyton's last year in Indianapolis, and the Broncos had a good defense. The Broncos had good receivers. They had Decker. They had Demarius Thomas. They yep. had good receivers. Um, uh, uh, Julius Jones was the, um, the the tight end there, rookie. They just didn't have a quarterback. The following year, they bring in Peyton Manning. And you saw what happened. And you saw what happened. Exactly. Yep. That bringing in that elite-level quarterback to a team that was ready in all of the other categories, it resulted in them being one of the most dominant teams for years, yep. and it resulted in a Super Bowl, two Super Bowl appearances, one Super Bowl win. So I agree with you 100%. Russell Wilson is coming into a situation, and he is an elite quarterback, yeah. coming into a situation just like Peyton Manning did. Good defense. Denver's defense last year gave up the third fewest amount of points. That's what I mean. It's hard to play in Denver. And you got Jerry Judy. Yep. You got Court Sutland. You got the Tim Patrick, who I think is pretty good. You got Javante Williams, yes. who I think is going to be Still got Melvin Gordon. They got KJ Hamler. Yeah. This uh, team, I agree with stacked. You. Wilson has... Tons of weapons. So I could see that. Yeah. I could see that scenario where and, and you know, it could come down to a situation where Brady got it over Wilson, but Wilson actually deserved it. Exactly. He, you know what I mean? Right, I could right. see that happening. Yep. I could see that happening. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. All right. You know, you gotta pick your Super Bowl game Ooh. pick. Yes. Before week one. You can't get into week one and well, week one's over. The Falcons look like the new champion of the year. No, you gotta pick it right now. Yes. I'm going to pick it after you pick it. What's your Super Bowl? Are you sure you want to do this? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Because you can't do it week three. No, but I mean, are you sure you want to pick after me? Because I'm going to shock the you world. You want me right to go now. first? You go first because I'm going to shock the world. Just like my league MVP, Russell Wilson, the Denver Broncos beat the Buffalo Bills in the AFC Championship game, and Denver goes back to the Super Bowl. Ooh. Denver plays in the NFC, the Philadelphia Eagles. Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, they got a lot of weapons on running back. They got a lot of little guys. Boston Scott, yeah. Emmanuel Sanders. They just picked up Trey Sermon from the 49ers off the uh, waiver wire. I don't know if you know that. I didn't know that. I did see he got cut, but I didn't know they picked him Eagles up. Eagles picked him up, I believe. I believe I'm right on that. Okay. So I got Denver Broncos over beating the Philadelphia Eagles 31-21. Russell Wilson, the league MVP, Super Bowl MVP, it's the Russell Wilson year, the Denver Broncos. Yes, it hurts me. I'm a Dolphins fan. There's no way the Dolphins go into Denver and win an AFC championship game. Mm. There's no way the Bills, I don't think, and this is what I just said with Wilson and MVP, it's hard to play in Denver. If they get the home field advantage throughout, Denver goes to the Super Bowl and wins it. All right. Very good picks. Um the I couldn't agree with you uh, more that I think Denver's got a legitimate chance. The Eagles do have one little problem. They only allow one team to go from the NFC. But, <laughs> but, so let me start with the AFC side. <laughs> I think the three best teams in the AFC this year are Kansas City Chiefs, the Buffalo Bills, and the Denver Broncos. And 
I normally would give the edge to the Chiefs over the Bills, except for the last two years, the league continuously changes the rules every time Josh Allen loses a playoff game and says we have to do something <laughs> to fix this. So I actually think the Buffalo Bills get it this year, and I think they make it to we the Super Bowl. They make it, I yeah. do, because I think the league has said, look, we can't keep changing the rules. You know, last year, Russell Wilson drove him down the field and scored a touchdown in the playoffs, and it was fine that that was enough to end overtime. But, up, oh, Josh Allen didn't get to win, so we're going to change it now, and everybody uh, gets a chance. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, listen, if you if you, know, if you just said we're going to give you shoes that make you three feet taller, I'd be able to dunk. Right. I mean, this is just how it works. <laughs> so, that's, so I think the Bills do find a way to get there this year. I think they're a good team. Josh Allen's a good quarterback. they got good surrounding cast. I think they get there. We talked a little bit earlier about history repeating itself. This could be the third time that we see something beautiful. And I think we will. Because I think the Dallas Cowboys are on their way to the Super Bowl this year. Oh, my gosh. And not only do I think they're on their way to the Super Bowl, but I think they're bringing butt whoopings with them. And I think just like we did in the first two Super Bowls, back in the Jim Kelly and Thurman Thomas days, I think now the Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, they meet the same fate. I think the Dallas Cowboys win this thing. I think people will still come out and hate, and that's fine. But they'll be hating a team with hardware because this is our year, my friend. I think I've changed my shy guy to the Cowboys team. <laughs> so you think there's no chance Dallas goes to there's the Super no Bowl? There's no chance they go to the no Super Bowl. No chance. No chance whatsoever. The Saints will beat them. The Saints oh. can beat them in the playoffs. There is no way. Oh, my gosh. I, I just don't. Oh, I don't see it. Uh, I don't see it. Really? Yes, we've got Their go defense was overrated last year. It's going to come back down to earth. It's, yeah. Well, I tell you. There I, you go. You have you know, it. Hey, that's why we make the bull prediction. Right. But Cowboys, Bills, and I'm even going to give you a little one-up. It's not just going to be a win. Oh, It's going to be a big win. Just throwing it out there. You heard it here first. We're going to move on from that <laughs> debacle. You ready to make these weekly picks? Yes, I am. I can't wait. Week All right, one, guys, right? Week one. All games, all the way through Monday night game, we're going to keep track. We're going to see, by the end of the year, the records. Are you going to be above 500, you think? Cowboys? No, the the weekly pickups. Oh, weekly pickups. Weekly pickups. Are you going to be above 500 when it's all said and done? All through week 17. I think so. I think not picking against the... uh, uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't know what happened. They just heard my Cowboys That's right. (laughs) I think that not picking against the point spread... It, you should go over 500. If you don't right. go over 500, there's a problem. If you do this first, the point spread, it's actually it's tough. tough to go even 500. Yeah, when you add in points, I like what I like what you said there, because when you add in points and you got to try, that's a different monster. Different monster. When you're just picking who you think's going to win, I mean, and, and especially week one, if there's ever a week where it really can get you where it's a toss-up, especially when you're doing like survivor pools and stuff, it's really hard. Yeah, but it's I, tough. I do think with some of these games, you can make safe predictions. You can make and, safe, yeah. That's you know. what I say. So I, I agree, but yeah, I'm ready, man. Whenever so we did, we did week one. So you guys, if you guys are keeping track, we did Rams, Bills. Dale, Dale picked the Bills. I picked the Rams. Yep. All right, we're gonna go. Patriots are at the Dolphins. Um, I'm gonna go Pats. I mean, I'm sorry, Dolphins. 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 I will also take the Dolphins. All right, Saints at the Falcons. Saints. Saints. I have the Saints as well. I don't see the Falcons being able to do anything there. Yeah. This one might surprise you. 49ers are at Chicago playing the Bears. Wow. I'm going to go with the Bears. I Funny thing is, I have the Bears as well. I think the Bears are going to surprise here. Fields is going to want to win that game. Yep. And, and can I, I got just, the Bears. Can I, let me just yeah. throw one thing in there. I, I agree with you on Fields, but we don't know what we have in Trey Lance yet. You and don't. And you, I don't think you can look at the 49ers from last year until you know what you have in Lance. Because yep. until we determine whether or not Lance is actually going to be be the guy, and I don't mean the guy they picked to play. I mean the guys, and he can carry this team. Yeah. I don't trust the 49ers. 
These dogs. My yeah. dogs are barking. They don't trust I apologize. The 49ers they don't trust either. the 49ers. They don't trust the 49ers. Steelers at the Bengals. Ooh, good one. I'm wow. See, I think the Bengals are going to be overrated this year. Yeah, I, I know you've said that quite a few times. I don't, but I don't know the. I'm going to go with the Bengals just because I don't know what the quarterback situation. Looks I got the Steelers. I, I think the Steelers wow. are going to come out. I got, I got the Steelers winning and, and beating the Bengals for some of the reasons you said. Eagles at the Lions. Oh, Eagles, Eagles. Yeah, Lions. I got the Eagles. I don't see the Lions winning that game. Yeah. Ravens are at the Jets. Ravens. I got the Ravens as well. The Jets are improved. I don't see them winning. Yeah. I'm going to go first on this. Jags at the Commanders. I got the Commanders winning this game, but this is this is the one game. I mean, this literally could yeah. go really south from here. I got the Commanders. What do you got? Put me down for the Washington, D.C. area. Surprise of the week. Jacksonville goes in and not only beats the Commanders, but I think looks good doing it. I yep. think Jacksonville I want to. wins this game. I really do. I think they win this game. Browns at the Panthers. I think the Panthers get it. I got the Panthers as well. I think that's going to be a yeah. Baker revenge game. Yeah, I think he'll play well. Colts are at the Texans. I'm going to go with the Colts. you got to go with the Colts. I got the Colts. I don't see how that happens. Giants are at Tennessee. Ooh, I'll go Tennessee. Tennessee's better team, I think. Tennessee. I got the Titans as well. Good game here. Packers at the Vikings. Wow, this is a tough one. This is actually this a This is a very tough, tough game. I'll tell you, my heart says that I think the Vikings win, but I'm going to go with the Packers just because I just trust Aaron Rodgers to figure it out. So I'm going to I'm going to pick the Pack. I got the Vikings for the exact opposite. I, I trust Rodgers, but I think his receivers are not going to be on sync with him yet. It's going to take a few weeks for them to get in sync. I got the Vikings winning that. Gotcha. Chiefs are at the Cardinals. Tough game. That is a tough, a tough game. game. I'm going to go with the Chiefs, though. Mahomes has looked fantastic in preseason. Yes. I, I, I think the Chiefs get it. Chiefs are going to be fresh. Like I said, there are no injuries here. If Chiefs yeah. come in and win. Raiders at the Chargers. Oh, man, that's a tough this is game. Tough. This, is probably, this is probably the second toughest game on the, on the it's slide. It's that division. It's that AFC West division is going to be this so This was tough. the best game, real quick, of the end of the last year. Was yeah. Raiders Chargers. Yeah. I think it was 32-35. Yeah. We were on the edge of our seat the whole game. It was crazy. Great, great game. game. I, I'm, I'm going to go with the uh, – man, this is crazy. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm just going to take a flyer. I'm going to say the Chargers okay. just because I think they have a slight advantage. But, man. I get the Raiders coming in. Like I think they've like improved. It. I got the Raiders winning this game. I think you got to take some of these at some point. I like it. I like it. Do I have to ask this one? The Bucks are at the Cowboys. I mean, let me go ahead and write it in. Write you in real so quick. Can, let me, let oh, me, I, just, oh, I need oh, 10 oh. seconds. I need 10 seconds. Because I got the Bucks. I got the Bucks. You got obviously. the Bucks. And, and, and all Cowboy haters are going to have the Bucks. But here's the problem we played this same team last year, week one, and we had them beat. We outplayed them the whole game. They beat us at the end of the game because Chris Godwin found a loophole, which I didn't know existed. <laughs> Uh, and, and credit to him because we didn't know. He stretches his arm out, takes our corner, throws him to the ground, kind of like Andre did to Hulk Hogan back in WrestleMania yeah. 3, catches the ball, and it puts him in position to win the game. And I said, you know what? I apologize. I didn't know that receivers could do that to corners. I thought that was called pass interference. Apparently it's not. <laughs> so if that rule still exists, the Bucks may have a favor. But if the referees have figured out you're not allowed to do that, then we win that game because we outplayed them last so year. So you want the Cowboys, Cowboys, baby. Cowboy Nation all the way. Cowboys. Yeah, I, I don't think they have enough weapons here early on with the injuries. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Nothing again, this, is a, this should be easy. Broncos are at the Seahawks Monday night. I got the Broncos. Absolutely, I got the Broncos. Yeah, yeah there's no way the Seahawks are going to win this. Absolutely. The Seahawks are a joke. Geno right, so Smith or Drew Locke is a yeah, lot not not to beat the Broncos. So we got them down. We have a few different ones. So it's going to it's going like to start it. our season out. We're somebody's going to be in the win. 
So let me ask you a question. Another thing we talked about doing was a survivor pool. Yep. Okay. So we just we just did our pickums. Let's let's do for our survivor pool for week one, which we're going to keep track of. Yep. And if you guys want to comment each week and let us know who you would pick, we'll actually keep track too. If you guys are yep. doing it every week in the comments with us. Let me go first. Yeah. I'm going to say the first team I'm picking to win is the only game I think is a surefire game, Broncos. They beat the Seahawks. This isn't even close. It's a blowout. I got, I can't win if I can't survive the week two, so put me exactly. out for the Broncos winning. Okay, you got the Broncos. Yep. And the thing is, and I'm with you on that, you can say, well, I don't want to use one of my strong teams here, but the strong team will show up next week yep. when the playoff, when the yep. matchups come out because you're like, oh, they're playing so-and-so. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm the same way. I'm taking, to me, one of the safest picks. The two safest picks are your Broncos and mine is the Colts. I'm taking the Colts over Houston. Oh, I like it. I don't see Houston having the defense to stop stop this offense. Um, I'm not saying it's going to be a blowout. I think Houston could actually stick with them for a while. Well, Houston was the worst defense in the league last year, right? Yeah, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they're, they're, they're there's no way. I, I want to say, say Jonathan Terrell lit them up twice last year for 20, 30 fantasy points yeah. by himself without anybody else. So I'm taking the Colts as my week one survivor. Can I ask you a question? A little, uh, I mean, it's related, yeah. but it's a little. I just want your opinion. What do you think about Matt Ryan and Indy this year? I like it. I have a once again a DraftKings lineup where I put him and Pittman in because they're playing Houston. Yeah, uh, it could be he's an improvement. I think is it is gonna he, make so he's an upgrade over Wentz. Is Matt from last Ryan year? going into Buffalo and Denver or winning? No, in the playoffs. Let's say they made the playoffs. He's not going in and beating them on the road. Um, but I'd have him over Wentz. Yeah. Yeah. I no. I and I and I that's actually, the that's what I have. It's not that I'm like oh Ryan's so awesome. He's so much better than Wentz to me. He's more controlled. He doesn't throw those crazy interceptions. Mm -hmm. He can throw the ball downfield. He makes good decisions. It's a huge upgrade for them. That's what I'm wondering because um, I have mixed feelings, uh, but I kind of look at it and I'm like, I don't think Matt Ryan is as bad as people make him out to be sometimes. I think part of that was the Falcons were just a – they were a team that was falling apart – yeah, you know they, they just they just they just didn't have. I mean, he had Pitts last year, but he was a rookie. And I think and if t- you watched our quarterback show a few shows back, uh, Matt Ryan threw for almost four thousand yards yeah. last year yeah. with the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. That remember Ridley was gone. Yep. Can you even name somebody he threw four thousand yards that's to besides I'm, Cordell yeah. Patterson on the dump? That's what I'm you saying. You can't. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm the wondering. The around like, him is this move going to make the Colts better, or do they? Because st- I don't think they got worse. No. But do they make them better? Or do they stay the same? And I, I this think is, I kind of agree with you. I think yeah. I think they're a little bit better. I don't think they're a lot better, but I think. And last year, the Colts needed to beat Jacksonville to make the playoffs. Yep. And guess who stunk? Yep. Carson Wentz stunk that game. So wait a minute. You're saying Carson Wentz last year couldn't beat the Jacksonville Jaguars? The Jacksonville Jaguars, I think week 17, put the, not a beat down, but put a beat down because it's the Jacksonville Jaguars beating the Colts yeah. with Jonathan Taylor. Yes. They knocked. That's not happening. With Matt Ryan there, the Jacksonville Jaguars won't beat the Colts week 16 or 17 to ruin their playoff hopes. That's what Matt Ryan brings to the table is that extra game. They get in the playoffs now because he's a better decision maker. You know, it's interesting that you you say that. Um, Everything you said there is true, and I want to let all of our Washington Commander (laughs) fans that listen. I'm going to look into the camera. I'm talking to you directly. I want you to get ready. Get your phones out. Get on Facebook. And get ready to start saying, hey, y'all, them boys, because your quarterback is Carson Wentz. And last year with a better team, yeah, he couldn't beat Jacksonville. 
So I don't think he beats Jacksonville with the worst team this year. Nope. And we know Commanders fans don't like to talk about when they lose. They love to focus on us Cowboys. Yeah. So get ready, guys. Week one, you know, you may get to say, hey, are y'all still them boys? Because your team is done scared. They might. Done. I think they're going to do well against Jacksonville secondary. I think uh, he's going to do fine week one. But that's like a last hurrah type. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking It's uh, the season starts and by th- by 4 o'clock, you're like, that was the last hurrah already. It's going to be quick. They are going to be a team that we are going to have so much fun, Frank, following yep. this year and following, like, the range of emotions because this team is You know who terrible, I feel the worst for? Terrible. It's Terry McLaurin. I do. He just signed the contract, so he's got paid. Great. Yep. That's great. I wish I had that money. But I just think he's in such a bad situation. Terrible with situation. The whole, with, it's just crazy. Terrible situation. Terrible situation. And it's I would be surprised. I mean, I know we're putting the cart ahead of the horse here, but I would be surprised if Wentz is even the quarterback there next year. I, I don't think he's the solution. No. The guy's been dumped the last two teams he's played on. He was in Philly. They said bye. He went to the Colts. They said bye. And when he was on his way to the Colts, they said, oh, the Colts is a perfect spot because Frank Reich's there. And Frank Reich was his offensive coordinator the year they went to the Super Bowl where Nick Foles took him and not Carson Wentz. He can get him straight. And after one year, Frank Reich said, Bye. So I am convinced that this team's not going to be good. And I know we're getting off on a little tangent, but I'm just throwing it out there because the Matt Ryan thing was intriguing to me because I don't think Matt's a bad quarterback. I still think he's a a middle-of-the-pack quarterback, but I think he has an above-average team that he's on. And that could could boost him a little bit. So it's going to be interesting, man, to see. I just wanted to throw off that little side. Yeah, guys. Like and subscribe to our page. We're going to end this show. We're going to put this out every Saturday so you guys can get our picks. Yep. Um, you guys can watch our survivor pool and keep track of everything we're doing. So. And I'll tell you something else, guys. Everything Frank just said, absolutely. But I want you all to tell me, if you're so sure that the Cowboys aren't going to make the Super Bowl. I'm sure. Tell me why. Tell me in the comments why, because I'll tell you, I see all these other fans out there, Frank, and they're talking like, for example, Bills fans, right? Oh, this is our year. This is our year. Why? The Bills haven't made the Super Bowl in a much longer time than we have. I hear Washington fans. I saw a thing on Facebook the other day. It was a picture of Alvin Kamara. It was a defender holding his shirt, and it said, Cowboys fans, and then the 90 Super Bowls, like we were holding on to them. I'm like, okay, that's funny. But all the people that send me that stuff, it's been longer since their oh, teams yeah. have been in a Super Bowl. So tell me why my pick is so crazy that the Cowboys could actually end up back in the Super Bowl. I would love to hear you guys' <laughs> reasons. But, guys, again, thank you all for listening. Yep. Um, again, remember, we're going to be putting a show out every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, we'll be giving you at the en- uh, ending segment with yep. our DraftKings uh, Captain, Captain Showdown mode. Uh, if you didn't get a chance to check out that first show, Go back and yep. check it out. Um, I think you guys will like it. But we're going to be doing this DraftKings thing all year long. We're not telling you who to pick. We're just simply giving you our opinions yep. so that you guys can take that information and see if what works for us maybe might work for you guys. But, again, thank you guys for listening. Frank, as always, yeah, I had a blast, awesome. buddy. It's been awesome. I can't wait to keep and, track uh, of all these picks. My friend, tomorrow is the day. Tomorrow's the day. Opening day. Yep, the day down. when my wife looks at me at noon and goes, because she knows I'm yep. going to be all right, day right. watching football. And then, it's, and then it's 8.30 and another game starting. It's just yeah. like, I thought this already happened all day. Well, that's still going on. It's funny. My wife would say to me sometimes, not anymore. We've been married for 20-some years, so she's used to it now. But she'll go, are you going to sit here and watch football all day? And I'm like, yes, I am. Yes, I, I said, am. I've had kids, and so I've changed. I've changed. I used to have the Sunday ticket. 
Yeah. And I used to sit and watch, but now that I, you know, when I had kids, that kind of faded. I could sit and Technology. watch pre-games at 11, Yeah, watch at 1, watch at 4, eat dinner, watch at 8. I could sit in front of the couch and be a potato the whole day. Yep. I don't because I go yeah. and do other stuff, but I could do it. But you know, fantasy is what makes that so possible because 100%. back in the day, I wouldn't have cared about the Broncos-Seahawks game. I could care less who wins that 100%. game. 100%. But I can now tell I you do. what I care about now. If I got Russell Wilson playing, you know, or I got – you know, DK Metcalf. Yep. Or you make your picks or your survivor picks. That's You're right. rooting and following right. every game from top to bottom. It's That's awesome. Right. But I'll tell you what, where technology has helped so much. Because I'm with you. You know, we got the kids and they played soccer and they yeah. played football. And there's games on Sunday, right? And I used to think to myself, why would any human being in their right mind schedule a game? for Sunday? Why don't we make the kids game Saturdays? Because, you know, yeah. dad wants to watch a ball game on Sunday. I thought that. But then the NFL red zone on your phone came out, and that just changed everything for me because yeah. now I can be there and at the same time. You can time go to the like, soccer game. You can see who just scored. Exactly. Way to go, can... buddy. Oh, did you just see that? Right. <laughs> so I'm with you, man. But uh, I can't wait, dude. I'm so excited. And where football is the best is because it's not, you know, like basketball or baseball or hockey where it's all the games during the week. You get up that Sunday, yep. you make breakfast, you do a few things, and then the pregame starts and it's like. You just you're getting your fantasy line yep. straight. You're double checking your draft. What, games. That's what makes it so great. It it's it's so seventeen great. games, so the anticipation and buildup yep. of the preseason and the season, and even during the week. Yes. As opposed to oh, I can watch Orioles tonight. I love baseball. Yep. Oh, I can watch Orioles again tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can watch them again tonight. Yep. So it's like with football, it's I gotta wait till Sunday third. Right. So you're just and if you anticipation miss, factor, if man. You miss ten Orioles games. That doesn't – you could literally lose the first 30 games. The Orioles could drop the first 30 games and right. still make the playoffs. In football, every game counts. Oh, yeah. That one game, that one – and I'll tell you another thing, too. We, um, we've we talked about this before. I think the NFL should do away with ties. I think you should play every game until there's a winner, even in the regular season, because that tie can cost you the playoffs. Yeah. That tie can be the difference in you making the playoffs and having a shot or going home early yeah. and planning an early vacation. Yeah. Every NFL game Counts. is crucial, yep. and it's why we love it, and it's love why it. we're hyped and excited. <laughs> Your boy Big D is on cloud nine. My team's going to the Super Bowl this year. That's right. I, hear I, you. I have one more question for you before we end this. I need to know. You don't have to tell me today, yep. but I just need you to text me. I need to know your shirt size, and I need to know your hat size because you got a 2022 Super Bowl champion cowboy gear coming your way, courtesy of your boy oh, yeah. Big D. I'll wear it, sure. <laughs> you play Big D. But, uh, guys, Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm uh, I'm setting the bar pretty high. Yeah. But, uh, but guys, again, thanks for tuning in. We yep. love you guys. Everybody yep. that watches, comments, subscribes. We can't thank you enough. So until we meet again, from your boy Big D. And Frank the Tank. We are out. out.